With most things in life, there is usually more to what we see than what meets our eye, leaving us to our own meaningful interpretations and our own beautiful stories. When it comes to art, Greg's is no exception. We all see ourselves, our loved ones, our pains, our triumphs, and our hearts in these paintings. From Greg's studio to our living rooms, these images take on new and different meaning with each wall they hang on and each life they touch. Now, Greg invites you to take a glimpse behind the curtain into his own stories and inspirations of his art. Because just like us, these creations have a deeper story to tell. And if we let them, we'll find that they have the power to be healing, inspiring, and awakening. Hi, Dad. Hi, Kylie. It's been a good hot minute. <laughs> we took the biggest up. Uh, break from our podcasting podcasting career because you've been painting the biggest painting probably of your that's right we've life. taken a break from this but i haven't you've really taken a work. break <laughs> i know I so sequestered myself in the studio i kind of want to just turn this over to you so you can run with it and tell everybody what you've been working on and what we're about to launch i think it's it's exciting yeah it's been a fun project i was asked a few months ago to do a painting uh, depicting Jesus on the Sea of Galilee. Uh, the uh, The scope of it was a little bit daunting. This uh, piece turned out to be uh, nine feet high by about six feet wide. Which and, sounds big, and then you see it, and then you're like, oh, that's way bigger than my brain realized. Yeah, I actually had to work on a scaffolding, which I've never done before, in order to reach the top of the painting. Yeah, <laughs> Challenges. Michael freaking Angelo, Dad. Isn't <laughs> Not that really. what he laid I got on? to stand up. But my tendency when I paint is to unconsciously take two or three steps back every once in a while just to observe what I've been working on. And I do that unconsciously, just muscle memory. I step back and... You can't do that fall? on a scaffold. No, I didn't fall. Oh my but gosh, I, was like, why didn't I, I hear about I just, this? Yeah, I just about. Anyway, that was an interesting experience to work on something that large, at least large for me. So uh, the piece was done for a visitor center, which will be in Magdala on the western shore of the Sea of Galilee. They discovered a first century uh, synagogue about a foot under the soil and now it's become a tourist destination because they feel like this was probably a synagogue that Jesus regularly taught in. It dates to the time of his ministry. This was the hometown of Mary Magdalene and so uh, most experts agree that it's likely that he taught there. And uh, the ruins are beautiful. There's mosaic floor. Yes, yeah, so when you say they found, like, what did they find? Because it's obviously Well, the foundation, no some, yeah, structure. yeah, yeah. Partial walls, mosaic floors. Mosaic floors, like tiles? Yeah, yeah. Oh so so it's really wow. beautiful. And so they are, they are completing a visitor center which actually surrounds these ruins it, it, it makes them part of the visitor center there was already a, a sort of a chapel on the site 
They're also building a, a hotel to accommodate visitors coming there. So anyway, I was tickled to have the chance to participate. It's really a, a cool site. You can learn about it if you go online. Uh, the, the Magdala Project is one website you can visit, and you can sort of do a, a 3D walkthrough of the visitor center. It's, it looks like it's going to be quite a thing. So anyway. Yeah, so this painting you just finished, essentially, it's going to be like, it's right when you walk in. Is it the museum or the hotel? No, you know Do you what? know where it's going to be? To, to, to be honest, we're just shipping it off now. The visitor center isn't done. So we'll have a temporary home in the hotel, which opens, I'm told, November 24th. So that will be the interim uh home for the painting until the visitor center is complete and i have not received a, a definite but that uh, will be a testing place that, where yeah, it ultimately right. ends up. And, and i don't know where in the visitor center who knows it may be in the cafeteria or something but the anyway, men's wherever bathroom. it's it's a yeah <laughs> it's it's a lovely center wherever it goes i'm sure it it's incredible yeah like you said nice. if people go to the website you can't you do a virtual tour you showed me yeah. something a couple yeah you can kind of do a walk through yeah it, it is so, it's beautiful and it's i think it will be a, a a nice home for for the piece so i was thrilled to be a part of it so that will be fun i hope yeah, you there go over many, there when they many layers to this project it. it's obviously a component of something very cool happening over there but just like your relationship with this painting has been such a roller coaster. The fact that it is out the door and on its way, I feel like really like <laughs> yeah, releasing a sigh of relief right now. There are sort of new logistics that I haven't had to deal with before with other paintings. You started this. I mean, we started the photo shoot for this when it was back in April. We took pictures in April. Yeah. With the model, and then you started the painting when. Yeah, it was about the middle of April. Middle but, of April that you started but along sketching the way, it on. Yeah, along the way, I had the serendipitous idea for a painting we've already talked about. As which I Have was, Loved You. As I Have Loved You. That was sort of a spinoff from our modeling session. So I worked on both pieces uh, kind of simultaneously. Right, because people will often ask how long it takes you to complete a painting. And I think it's a combination of the size, the subject matter, and how much detail is in it, but also your determination and how quickly you want to get it done, right? Like if if you're not hard pressed to finish something, you it's can sometimes you can it, take your time. <laughs> sometimes it helps to have a deadline. Yeah, and but all in all, you started painting in April, even with the other painting that you did in between, which is amazing, by the way. You finished this about a month ago, so it took you like five months to do this nine-foot painting. Something like that. Right. It had to have some time to dry and cure before we before we shipped it. Yeah, but this is not like a two-week painting. Like just to no. give people an idea of how long you've been working on this, the turtle race to the finish line. It's been a it's been your little baby for yeah better better part of it, the year. It's just a lot of square inches. To I'm just cover, trying to so. set this up and make it juicy, Dad, because people have no idea what's around the corner. Actually, getting it over there became the next project. Because of its size, we originally decided to put a matte varnish on this piece. To make sure everybody's on the same page, you paint the picture in oil paint, and then after yes. it dries, you coat it with a varnish, which is something that makes the painting more vibrant. It protects it. 
preserves it. It protects it, yes. And and uh, it's removable, but matte varnish is not something I generally put on my paintings. I usually do something with more of a gloss or satin finish. So I'm kind of embarrassed about this next <laughs> segment of the process. I did not really research how to use matte varnish. I used it the same way I use my gloss or satin varnishes. And you can put on multiple coats of that if you want, but that doesn't really work with matte varnish. Matte varnish, uh, at least the kind I used, has wax as an ingredient. And it has a tendency to crystallize when it gets cold. So, long story short, I did not research how to use matte varnish, and I put it on way too thick. It's made to be removed. There's a special solvent that you can, can use. You tell, can you tell people, can you tell everyone how many bottles you used? Well... Like, you found out you could have used a third of yeah. one bottle on this, like, nine-foot painting. And yes, you... that's what they told me. They said it should take you about a half of one of these bottles. And uh, and I think I used four and a half bottles of varnish. I was, like, pouring it on, and it was just... just a very, a very stupid thing to do, and I'm embarrassed to admit it. You'd think after spending that much time on the painting, I would research and know exactly what I was doing, but I was just excited to get it off. Anyway, I, uh, I had to rent a U-Haul truck so I could drive it down to Las Vegas, where there's a company that specializes in shipping museum paintings around the world. So I loaded this painting in the back of the U-Haul. I was going to leave at like 5.30 in the morning. So I put it in the night before so I could just get up and go. And it's kind of a process just to get the painting out of the house. I have to get two or three friends to come over and help Hello. us load this. Huh? Well, you, you helped. I helped you one day. Right. You did. Thank credit, you. You were awesome. Credit is juice. <laughs> well, you help. If we don't have you here, we need two or three other guys. So Or gals. Yeah. Anyway, Nate, my son, went with me. It's about a six, six and a half hour drive to Vegas. We get to the place. I open up the U-Haul and I just about passed out. I looked at the painting and there were all of these white, (laughs) scabby blotches all over the painting. It looked like it had leprosy or something. It makes me feel nauseous. Yeah, every time it, I hear this just story. thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I just went like, you know, <laughs> what happened? And I looked close, uh, and uh, there were little areas all over the painting where the matte varnish had crystallized. Oh, it feels like such a nightmare because of the cold. It got down to like 12 degrees the night before, and it just ruined the varnish. So with instructions from the manufacturer, we, we started trying to strip the varnish off in the back of the U-Haul, Nate and I. And because it was on so thick, it didn't come off as rapidly as they told me it would. They said, this will probably be about a 45-minute to an hour job. Well, three hours later, we were just barely, we'd probably done 10% of the painting. So we turned around and drove all the way back home from Vegas that same day, another 
six and a mm-hmm. half hours. Brought the painting in the house. And I spent the, the next day about 10 or 12 hours painstakingly removing the varnish. You soak a rag in the solvent and then you you do about a 12-inch square at a time and you soften the varnish with the solvent. Then with a clean rag, you sort of remove that reconstitute because of how thick i had it on there it took multiple well and you're i feel like you're downplaying the situation because what that means is you're removing the varnish and in some places the paint didn't totally come off but there were a couple places you had to touch up paint got a little i'm not sure why yeah maybe but like i wish everybody could have seen you because i would have been (laughs) flatlined in shambles probably expletives flying collapsed on the ground just curled in a corner wanting to hibernate for the winter and you were cool as a cucumber well, you were just like yep a little left turn a little unexpected well, figured was- out what the problem was so now i'm just gonna stay up for a day and a half <laughs> we're gonna get this wiped off and i'll have to just touch up a few places on the painting and uh we should be good to go on friday morning yeah, again yeah. and you you were like you solved well, it like i think it shows how well, much of an expert you well, are because that thing no, was no, done no fixed, i was just totally pristine I was just totally relieved because this could have, I mean, what if it had gotten all the way to Israel and they opened the crate and then we discovered the problem? So that would have been really bad. This, I at least had the ability to fix it. So I did get all the varnish off. I then put an extremely thin coat of satin varnish on this time. I decided to bag the matte varnish, go with satin, This doesn't have the amount of wax in it. We turned the heat up here in our basement where I was working on it to like 90 degrees. degrees. It it dries within 24 hours. So anyway. That was the takeaway from the whole nightmare of a situation was my favorite. What is it? It's not a parable. It wasn't a Jesus (laughs) thing. Is it a wife's? What is it? Good luck, bad luck. You never know. Uh, Yeah. 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 One of those. An old life tale. Uh, no, that's how you saw the entire situation. And that's how you see everything well, in life. Like you oh, could have been, oh, you're being a, generous. You could have been a wreck, <laughs> but you chose to see it through a very half Well, well you wouldn't have wanted lens. to see my face when we first opened that U-Haul <laughs> because, oh. yeah, but I it was, was kind of freaked was out. Was it Friday, Friday, Saturday morning? You and mom woke up and the painting looked incredible. And Pristine, we drove back and we drove to Vegas back. and we had a lovely. Opened it up. And it was fine. And it was fine. And now it's off, and it's going to look like a million freaking bucks well, in, in Galilee. Well, so if anybody ever gets so. over there someday, it'd be cool to go yeah. see it and then know yeah. the backstory that a lot of people yeah. won't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what's cool about this picture is because it's larger than life size, it looks so pretty. Like the prints, everything shrunken down. Like I think this is one of my favorite paintings. Jesus' eyes are absolutely, they're so beautiful uh-huh. in it. I really enjoyed it. It was a yeah. fun, fun project. And, and I, you know, it doesn't always go without hiccups. But in the end, you know, I feel good about it. So. Yeah. Well, you're a master. So. You're nice. We have another one coming up soon, but it's a surprise for everybody. Uh, so yeah. stay tuned. I'm back at it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, right? That's right. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Life's good? Life's great. I love you. Love you. Bye, Dad. See ya.